Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back to the Quick Brain Podcast. I am your host and your brain coach, Jim Quick of Quick Learning, and we're here, as always, to help you to learn quickly in uh, 20 minutes or less. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel where we put the extended version. You can join over 1.2 million subscribers there. I highly recommend that's where you consume this. So without further ado, the question today is how do you manage your mind? How do you manage your focus? How do you manage your thoughts? How do you manage your, your emotions, uh, your behaviors? On the show, we have back, very, very happy to have back, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Welcome, Dr. Leaf. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jim. It's always great chatting to you and being with, with chatting with you about the brain and the mind. Yeah. Now, you and I have geeked out in the past on both our podcasts we have. and also at events where you and I have had the pleasure of sharing uh, the stage. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Dr. Leaf is a clinical and cognitive neuroscientist uh, who specializes in psychoneurobiology and metacognitive neuropsychology. Say that six times fast. <laughs> <laughs> She's also a very prolific author, uh, best-selling author. Has a new book, which I highly recommend for, for everybody. This is How to Help Your Child Clean Up Their Mental Mess. You know, when I, I saw you on stage once and you actually had props and you were talking about um, thought trees. And it was yes, a, great, yes. a great visual way to explain how experiences impact our brains and our bodies. Why don't we explain to everybody listening what a, what a thought tree is and actually how would you define a thought? Very, very good question. So a thought is basically the an experience. And so every experience we have, like this conversation is an experience and there's a lot of conversation going on. Every word that I'm saying, every concept and every word you're saying, those are memories of the experience. So think of an experience made up of a lot of memories. And as people are processing this with the mind into the brain, they're building the, this cluster of memories about our mental health and optimizing our mind, whatever you call it, want to call it, into a thought tree. So as I'm speaking and you speaking, that would form the roots inside of our brains of this conversation because it's the source. And then every person's unique individual way of thinking, feeling, and choosing is the tree trunk. And the branches are therefore the result of how you as a unique individual are interpreting what you are hearing. So every experience builds like that. And we have trillions of experiences. So think of an unconscious mind being a huge forest with trillions of trees. And, if, and some are big and some are small and some are very green and some dark looking which are toxic experiences and our life's journey is be driven by those trees we're driven by the biggest and most dominant trees so if it's a big toxic tree that's driving us that's going to create mental health issues it's going to disrupt our confidence and all that kind of thing so we want to find these thought trees that are actual protein tree-like structures and the the memories are vibrations inside the proteins so you're busy taking my words and building vibrations inside amino acids grouping into proteins grouping into these tree-like structures 
with a root system, trunk, and the branches. So that's the thought tree. And you can explain this to children as young as two, um, Jim. And that's why I brought this book out, because of, we want to equip our kids proactively. And we want to be able to do inner child work as, as adolescents, teenagers, adults. And so the, what I've done is I created, you showed Brainy, I created a character and we have Brainy as the head because Brainy, we, we, the brain doesn't control us, we can control the brain, which is all the things that you teach. So we're teaching children in an almost subtle way that, hey, you are actually able to control your life. So Brainy is a little mental health character that works walks your mental health journey with you and has a superpower called the neurocycle. So the book is filled with this cartoon character um, in the, this particular book that that we that you you mentioned earlier on that's been released. And the coloring book is brain coloring with Brainy and friends, and it's different scenarios. So all this complex stuff we've been discussing now that you can this mind management that you can use as adults going through the neurocycle, the brain, and so on. You can teach this to children as young as two. My youngest patients were two and three years of age. My own four adult children have been learning this from very young. And the whole idea is to like trees. Like for example, these cartoon pictures of trees and you can show children trees outside and, hey, that happy birthday party experience was a healthy tree and when your friend upset you, that's a sad tree. And, you know, you can change those trees. You can't pull them out, but you can put plant food on the roots. Um, but you have to first focus on how you how you're feeling or and it could be something as simple as maybe when your child's at daycare and and something happens and you and they come home and they're kicking the seats and throwing a tantrum or something like that they don't have the words to express that but they're very insightful so that whole experience is energy inside a thought tree and because it's toxic it's disruptive so that comes out in how a child behaves their emotions they're kicking the chair getting angry or whatever it may be that's not them intentionally being naughty that is them trying to process something so what I'm trying to do is with this is help parents and teachers and caregivers and have a way of helping a child process so if you have, this Brady becomes for example a point of contact where you, you could say something like oh I see Brady's very sad and or angry and Brady's kicking the chair and Brady's got rubbing his tummy and so you transfer the concept to Brady you start demonstrating through modeling um, you model the process and then the child starts learning it and I explain exactly how to do it all in the book so that's kind of how the the process works but if you imagine this and you've done that we've done the research where we show if you the earlier you start with the child proactively you're giving the child the tools to tell their story and life is going to happen so we want to unmask that natural resilience doesn't mean they're not going to get upset they're going to be sad they're going to cry emotions are very normal signals that are telling us things so we're equipping them to you know in a, in a facilitative safety net way not a hovering helicopter way we being a safety net type parent where they're learning and experimenting and experiencing but you're giving them the tools that when they do for that's okay it doesn't mean you're sick or there's something wrong with your brain if you have these emotions if you're battling to learn we can we can work out a way to process and rebuild that do you have some go-to or is it individual of like daily exercises that can help somebody whether they're a child or their inner child become more emotionally healthy and resilient, and resilient? yeah Absolutely. And it's also very simple. But this book is this one that you interviewed me about last time. This is Adolescence and Onwards, and we have a Neurocycle app. So I take you through the whole process there. I think what's really um, very powerful is a go-to technique that is an excellent way of learning how to 
fly the plane and start the process of the neurocycle is to develop what I call the multiple perspective advantage. It's something I talk about throughout my work. And what that is, is this incredible ability we have as humans to stand back and observe ourselves. So if you think of it, mind management is managing my mind. The neurocycle is the system within which you can put all the techniques, including the stuff that you teach, fits beautifully into the neurocycle. But the active ingredient of mind management and pretty much everything you teach too is self-regulation. And self-regulation starts with us being able to see our impact on ourselves and others, which is very intertwined with empathy and threaded throughout this is the concept of reconceptualization, seeing things differently. But I first have to train myself, and this is natural in us, but we do have to develop it, train myself to recognize how I show up. So that could look like me thinking, okay, well, I'm wake up and I'm feeling edgy and maybe a bit depressed and just don't feel right. Or maybe there's been a pattern emerging in my life where I'm noticing that I'm just not as creative as before, my memory or a bit of brain fog. Or, so there's a pattern developing or maybe something in your relationship. The multiple perspective advantage is you standing back and observing yourself, stopping the boat for a moment and just saying, okay, we're stopping the bus. So, okay, let me stop. Let me do a little bit of brain preparation, like breathe in for three, out for seven or whatever technique you like doing. Breathing in for three, and out for seven where you force it out is brilliant because it pushes oxygen to the front of the brain. It also activates gamma wave activity, which is where neuroplasticity fires up when we're in a gamma state and across left and right. And so if you do that in for three, out for seven, really forcing the seven, if you do that six to nine times, that's 60 to 90 seconds, you've, you've put yourself in a beautifully aligned state to do the work of the neurocycle. Um, and then as soon as you've done that breathing, then you basically take yourself into the multiple perspective state and there's the non-judgmental kindness compassion where you say okay I'm going to stand back and observe myself this is not who I am I'm showing up like this because of and it's okay it's okay to be a mess there's no judgment here and I've even had my patients and I have a little demo on my reels and my social media of putting two chairs to side by side and you literally sit in one chair where you say mm. okay I'm here and then you go to the other chair and you talk so you swap chairs so little physical things like that can just initiate that process of then going through the neurocycle Hi this is Jim Quick author of New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller Limitless and today I am thrilled to share with you some exciting news it is Limitless Expanded it's an updated and brand new edition of my transformative guide and now it's enriched with new insights and new tools to help you navigate our post-pandemic world. For a limited time, when you pre-order your copy of Limitless Expanded, you're gonna get exclusive free access to my 13-day Quick Start 2.0 training. It's a brain training, plus a bunch of amazing bonuses. Just go to limitlessbook.com and pick up a copy for you and pick up a copy or a friend. And taking that little pause, you know, with whether a child, something happened to them at school, maybe they were uh, teased or bullied, or maybe as an adult, you're going through social media and you feel this sensation where you feel a little bit down and then you start noticing it. It gives you a set of uh, tools as opposed to just, again, kind of being the, the passenger and just riding that out and just hoping because hope is not a very effective strategy when it, when it comes to managing our mind. No, 
Now you've got to be active. You've got to realize that we are creating this psychoneurobiological network is a very, it's an energetic alive thing. It's a dynamic. This is not some airy fairy thing. This is real energy inside real proteins. It's changes in the cytoskeleton of your 37 to 100 trillion cells. This is very, very real, but you have control. So if we don't realize we have control, we just kind of get more and more messy and then we have good days and bad days. But if we can realize, as you said, that we can direct this process, we then become very empowered to recognize, okay, I'll be messy. I am allowed to cry. I'm allowed to be sad. I'm I'm allowed to feel this in my body. That is giving you the empowerment over that situation. Instead of it controlling you, you then start to control that. So it's not just, as you say, the hope is, is part of it, but we need the action to get things in alignment so that we can move forward. So sometimes you may not even feel like it, then say, I don't feel like it. I'm not feeling like this. Well, why? And you can take yourself through the process in that way to help get you into a state where you can start moving forward. Yeah, and unfortunately, self-regulation is not a big focus in in, in our education system. We see the, the symptoms of that every single day yeah. in our lives and, and on the news. Let me ask you this. Why did you write write this book now? you know, how to help your children clean up their mental mess? So many reasons, but probably one of the main reasons is, you know, I've watched this field for 38 years now, and it's really worried me how we've gone from looking at a child and an adult, child, adolescent, adult in the entire experience and and recognizing that, hey, how a person is responding or reacting is because of the adverse circumstances or the situation. And we can't just limit it to a simple diagnosis. So we went from very being very descriptive and looking at, a whole context and, and interviewing lots of people and taking time to this, okay, these are the symptoms, let's eliminate the symptoms, which is the biomedical model. And and that's concerned me and the research is there, evident by not just me, but a lot of other people, thousands of scientists, thousands of studies have shown that when we take the human experience and we limit it down to um, saying that this is bad and this is good and these are the symptoms to eliminate, which works for medicine, works for the biology of the brain and body, like the diabetes and and um Parkinson's or something like that because it's we can track them through testing and we can look at the biological basis. But when it comes to human experience, the entire network, the entire brain and body is impacted by what you're going through and it's complicated and it's different. So that's worried me. And so if that system worked to just diagnose and label and potentially medicate and maybe do a bit of limited therapy or something, if that or therapy just that goes and doesn't pop, follow proper cycles, if that worked, we would be in a better place now, but we're not, Jim. We're in the worst place than we've ever been. And that's why I said earlier on that the, the mental health crisis is a symptom of a bigger crisis, which is mind management. You eliminate mind from the process, you're going to land up with what we're seeing in the current crisis. You know, for years, children always came out better when it came to mental health on these global surveys that they do across different countries around the world. And for the last couple of years, that's flipped around where children are battling. I mean, children as young as eight are, and, and younger are dying by suicide side there's something wrong with what we're doing in our society you know and when a child and adolescent is asked you feel depressed why do you think you feel depressed oh well i've got a brain disease why have you got a brain disease because i've got depressed there's that circular reasoning number one and that's terrible that a child who's just battling with being a teenager and potentially being feeling left out will spend hours on social media thinking that i have no value unless i look like that person and i'm using that example because it's really a problem of contagion it's not the social media that's bad it's the management of the social media we haven't helped that child process we haven't given that child the, the ability to understand what's right and what's wrong and how it grows in your brain and how it 
changes you and how whatever you think about the most grows. If you take that away from it from children, we're going to land up with what we see currently at the moment. And um, children that that Gen Z, Gen Alpha, the most medicated generation, and these medications aren't medications; they're drugs. They psychoactive drugs that change the brain. So that's really been a huge motivation is to equip people. The other motivation is that there aren't enough psychologists and, and therapists around to help every single person. And we all do need help. So you've got to be practical. You, you can't be relying on an external source for you to cope. That's not healthy. You can't be relying on a parent or a teacher or a therapist to help you cope with life. But that's what we've created. We've created this dependency and codependency on external drives saying, okay, it's social media. It is your brain. You're battling with mental health. So it's your brain. Something's wrong with your brain. Our brain does get affected and there is a feedback loop. I'm not denying that. But we are minimizing the hugeness of that child or that adolescent or that adult's experience. And so, therefore, I wanted to challenge that and empower a, a child and an adolescent and a parent, a teacher, caregiver, grandparent that you live with yourself 24-7. Your mind is working 24-7. You need to understand your mind. So does your child in order for you to know how to deal with that bullying at school before you can talk to a teacher or a parent or um, to make sure that your resilience is growing or when you wake up with yourself in the middle of the night with a panic attack and you don't have a, someone there immediately you've, you've got to live with yourself so that's why, why it's crucial to understand the importance of mind and to give people the tools to manage that tools to tell their story and I, and I appreciate you bringing that up because human beings they have an immense amount of resilience and resources once they're shown how to be able to to curate those you know i mean obviously you know for the disclaimer we put on the podcast that this yeah. this episode is not meant to diagnose or treat you mm -hmm. know any kind of conditions you could seek a, a trained professional ideally that's trained uh, you know it's familiar with dr leaf's work but the onus is you know it's not, it's on us it'd be too much to put it on an external source you know, out, outside the, the family dynamics because it is it is highly complex, but there's hope and there's, there's real help. Dr. Leaf, where can people get their copy of the book and how do they stay in touch with you? Absolutely. They can get the book wherever books are sold and it's available at the moment. And uh, my social media handles are Dr. Caroline Leaf, webpage is drleaf.com. Brainy and The Coloring Book are both, both available on our webpage, drleaf.com. These these aren't available um, just generally. They're on our webpage, but the book's available wherever books are sold. And then my podcast is called Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. You've been on their brilliant episode when I interviewed you and I'll be interviewing you again for sure in, in the future, hopefully not too distant future. So that's where people get lots of information. Fantastic. Dr. Leaf, thank you so much. We'll put all the links uh, to everything uh, in the show notes, as we always do, at jimquick.com forward slash notes. And Dr. Leaf, I want to thank you for the work that you do and, uh, and how many people you're helping. And until our next episode, uh, be limitless, everybody. Thank you so much. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. 
You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour. Yeah, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.